It's the After the Show podcast, precious show. We don't care, we're about to swear on the air. It's the After the Show, so tune in if you dare. KBJ gets risque every single day. It's uncensored. We can say what we want to say. Yeah, hello and welcome to the KBJ After the Show podcast. It is Mardi Gras, Fat Tuesday. Virginia's in New Orleans. Talk to her for a minute on the regular show. We were trying to patch her in. Uh, we were hoping that this thing would work with uh, technology. I've seen a lot of shows be able to have people on via a video link, and it sounds cool and smooth, and it's fantastic, and we can't get it to work for some reason here on our show. So I had a couple bits that I was going to hopefully start doing with that, but I just don't think it's a reliable... I don't know what is going on. It's not a reliable technology for us. I think we're a little understaffed, Kev, because... Yeah, it, it really. I mean, a lot yeah. of a lot of the shows. I know what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. They they do have yeah. a lot more people. Where yeah, I mean, Denny's is answering phones. Oh, he's also Poor trying guy. to get on the microphone. Oh, he's definitely adding a lot of steps to his day. Then if, if suits has got it, it's just we are we're yeah. we're, we're really low on people. And if yeah. someone takes a day off, it it's tough, man. Yeah. Well, hopefully we can uh, get that uh, figured out. I do like that uh, little technology. We thought it was going to be just as simple as uh, doing a link. And I know we've done it before because I've done interviews that way right here in the studio. So I don't know if it's just a weird day or if it, it could be on Virginia's end, possibly. Well, she's not here, so let's just blame it on her. You know the yeah. rules. If you're not here. Yeah, it might be. So she's going to join us, but uh, she can only do the phone. The phone doesn't sound great. and It's, it's really hard to kind of have a smooth 30-minute conversation. Yeah, and then... When everybody else is talking in one room and you're just kind of listening in. Well, then you don't know when to say or talk. Yeah, right. <laughs> You'll it's, try to make a joke and then yeah, you talk over like, each what? other. what? Did you say something? You're like, no, no, wrong. And there's nothing worse than repeating yeah. your own joke. Yeah. Because somebody's going to... Somebody will be able to hear it and go, you're repeating your own joke. It's fucking yeah. stupid. Yeah. Uh, we did have Virginia on earlier because uh, her son Rocco was uh, playing a little joke, I guess, when she was doing her party yesterday and she did a live video stream from her friend's bar in the French Quarter. And he acted like he was drinking scope mouthwash and talking about uh, the hangover he was going to have the next day. And people were like, what is going on? Yeah, so. It gave, looks, a, it's got people talking. Yeah. So some people had some things to say about that. Virginia always keeping them talking. That's it. Uh, that is up on our YouTube if you do want to go and see that. And she's uh, posted up some good video stuff from there. You got to see her going through New Orleans yesterday, festive group, including her kids. That That is one thing, because we do take the podcast to kind of break down the behind the scenes a little bit. Mm. And I, I would be curious to know if the, the KVJ Nation, especially the ones that are in the chat room all the time, mm. are you getting the YouTube shorts uploaded? Are you seeing them when, when they're uploaded? Because I'm, I'm getting some messages from people going, Bird, I don't get notifications when you guys are uploading stuff. And I just want to, I'm trying to make it as easy as possible for the good people and if they're not seeing it that's a problem so Mm -hmm. i just want to make sure they are seeing stuff and if they're not let us know please okay yeah let us know that some people are saying that uh it was not a joke Uh, virginia was saying it was like a gag bottle i thought was what she was saying it looked like (laughs) he was drinking it but he wasn't a lot of people say no he was he was legit drinking it i don't know I what wasn't there. The truth is. I can. Oh, here's the thing: uh-huh. people don't know either way, and they're mad. So at that point, uh-huh. they think you're drinking Listerine. 
Okay. See what I'm saying? I, would, it, I guess the question is... It didn't is, seem to phase him. I would think if he's drinking straight scope, though, he'd be like, ugh, because that's not, it's not a great beverage to knock down without making a face. The question always is, is the bit, is the gag worth the fallback? Right, yeah. Yeah. Is it worth the fallback? Uh, there are a lot of people who are like, wow, what are you doing? You're letting your kid drink. Oh, my gosh, he's going to be oh, in pe- rehab by the time he's in fifth grade. Me and you got called out saying, oh, you guys, he drank it. You guys are covering for her. He drank it. You guys are covered for I ain't covering for shit. Now, I've only me- seen about 15 seconds of the video. I'll have to go watch it. But, yeah, when I saw it, at first I'm like, oh, dang, he's drinking scope? What the hell? And then when she said it was kind of like a gag bottle, when I saw him drinking, it looked to me like it probably, like, okay. <laughs> Dude, I, I cannot answer. For her, yeah, I I can't imagine she would knowingly let him drink scope. And well, I don't think she. It knew. didn't look to me like after I saw it was like, or she mentioned it was a uh, gag bottle. I was like, oh, okay, I could see that. So, but yeah. I can't swear on. I don't know. I'm just going on what I was told, and it looked legit to me. So <laughs> people were texting me and emailing me yesterday. Oh, were they really? Well, yeah, Funny. they were saying, "Bird, it's give." I think Rock was drinking Listerine <laughs> on live. YouTube it was scope or whatever it was. <laughs> Not that there's any difference at all, but mm-hmm. yeah, I was like, I, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I have no idea what the fuck's going on. I don't either. I don't either. I assume she's on top of it. She's the mama. Oh, I can't say that. Forgot. <laughs> Did uh, get some comments on that. Uh, that was you know every now and then I hear something like okay maybe that's an eye opener. There's a clip. Kaylee Cuoco was on with Conan O'Brien, and she did not like that some people on her staff, you know, they just were calling her mama because she's a mom now, and she's like, eh, she didn't love it, and so she had said something about it. She told her staff, she's like, yeah, just don't don't call me mama. It it also depends on how someone says something and how they do it. Like, for example, when I would get a sub and someone would call me, I was at the deli and the woman kept on calling me honey and sweetie. And I loved it. It was endearing. Now, if a guy comes up, he's like, hey, what's up, mama? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Look at that thing. Now we're talking. Now we're getting into a very weird situation. Some of the comments we got, Rihanna, she said, I love being called mama because I enjoy being a mom. Melissa said, if you aren't my kid, don't call me mama. I got a name. Use it. So she's one that might uh, snap back at you. And Allison said, I don't think she said that to try to get headlines. She was just kind of more just talking about a personal peeve. As a mom, I don't mind being called mama occasionally, but if it was all the time at my workplace, it would bug the hell out of me. I think it's just kind of a personal thing. It depends upon the context also of how it's happening and when. So that's just it. Be mindful of it because there are some mothers that don't like when you're like, hey, what's up, mama? That that I, I mean, that I get. Don't yeah. be don't be creepy. Some, someone in the chat room said that would be like someone calling you dad or daddy. I don't give a fuck. Call me whatever. <laughs> Seriously, you guys yeah. can call me whatever you want. Whatever you want. Yeah. <laughs> I don't care. Okay. So we had uh, some comments on that. Uh, Did ask the question after seeing the Wasted Management Golf Tournament in Phoenix. What does that uh, mean for the Cognizant Classic, formerly known as the Honda Classic, where they had the bear trap? And you remember, it was probably 2017, 2018, I guess it was. We were going out there. We had a deal with Puma, and it was about promoting the party. 
And they loved, and it was the raging place to be. I remember we were out there that one Saturday of that tournament, and it was crazy. Even one time they had rain, and people were oh, yeah. jammed in there by the eye bar, the hallways, and it did not stop the party, man. People were freaking raging out there at the Honda Classic. You also really can't stop golf either, in general. <laughs> Golfers, they have a hard time letting it go, even when it's raining out. They'll, they'll stay out there. Oh, yeah. No, they, they do. Yeah, if it's not lightning, they're out there and they're good. Uh, Sherry in Palm Beach Gardens sent an email. She said, I love watching golf. I respect the sport. I did buy a ticket to the Bear Trap one year, but I will never do that again. I was so <laughs> disgusted with the rowdy, drunken behavior, and it was so distracting for the true fans of golf. Save the parties for the after tournament. Golf is a classy sport and should be respected as such. And I was just wondering, because it... There, it was so over the top over the weekend. All the videos you were seeing on social media that people were just like, "This is such a shit show." It's so even frat people were like, "I don't know, man. I got a little rowdy." Yeah, it was just out of control. There were people barfing, passed out all over the place. Well, the thing is, because we were there, and me and Virginia would be—I wouldn't say we were rowdy, but we were loud. You do forget yeah. if you're if you're not a golf right. fan and you're at a bar like that. Usually at a sporting event, you can have some drinks at the bar. You're allowed to be loud. You do feel like you're kind of going into somebody's world and golf, fucking it up well, a little bit. Golf takes focus. Some sports take focus. I notice if I go to a baseball game or golf, something that's a little bit more quiet and not stimulating, that as soon as you start drinking, your focus, you can't go back to the quiet world of whatever that sport is. You're just out of it. You're there. But anyone else who's trying to watch that sport, baseball and golf are the two to me that you got to kind of focus and chill and be calm. And if you're hammered, I can't watch either sport. I, I'd be, I don't even know what's going on. I don't care what's going on. Well, it sucks because you're not. We weren't trying to be dicks. We really weren't. We would just start talking because we'd forget that we're watching golf because we, we don't really watch golf. Yeah. And they really do mix both of the worlds at the event you're talking about. You've got a big yep. party and you've got golfing, and you're expecting everyone to be quiet to know the etiquette. Good luck. Right. Well, the 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 question is, I think some sports mesh. With a shit show when it comes to drinking, I've been to polo. I, if I were sober, wouldn't know what's going on. But while I'm at polo and watching these people on the horses, it's a little bit more visually stimulating seeing what's going on. I have no idea what's happening anyway. And there are ragers out there at polo. And a, I think that's a better sport that meshes with binge drinking than golf or baseball. Well, if you're going to do ba- uh, golf like that, make it like the Savannah, uh, Savannah Bananas and do an extreme golf mm-hmm. style and make your own league. But then it's not, yeah, then, then it's a they, different thing. It's it not is. golf. Like it's the Savannah Bananas thing. isn't really baseball. Exactly. But I'm saying yeah. if, if you want that party, fun golf atmosphere, make a Savannah Banana what, golf style. What would work is if you did something at like a drive shack, top golf kind of thing, where you had people and you had stands and bleachers and people were out there like longest drive and doing stuff like that and they were ripping off shirts and going crazy, then that would work. Or you had And to, you could put money on it and there was live betting going on at the same time. Now that that would all work. You had to get to a gladiator to get to the, the, the hole to putt. I don't yes. know. You could have some fun shit with extreme goofy golf. Well that's the thing they don't Savannah Bananas. I don't know if you saw they had John Cena come out the other night. It's amazing. 
It was fantastic. That's he awesome. had the belt. He went up there. He did an at bat. He acted like he charged the mound, and then he put the guy's hand up after he struck him out. And it, the stands were packed, and it's rowdy, and people are going nuts. Now they want a family atmosphere, so they don't promote the booze so much. But that's the kind of place where drinking would work. Well, do it. What do you know? A quarter of the parents do at the little league game. Sneak in your own stuff. Did, well, or, you can buy booze. Yeah. But, you know, most people have their kids, so they're not, you know, too shitty. But it is. It's a raucous atmosphere. Raucous atmosphere works with drinking. Yeah, I just that's why I just don't think that regular golf does so much. And it'll be interesting to see what they do with the Cognizant Classic because it's a new sponsor. And they they may come in and it's possible, they would say, especially after what they saw at the wasted management, they'd be like, no, let's let's downsize the bear trap. Let's not even emphasize that. Let's close the bar. They can even close the bar. I don't know. It's who's, possible. Who's the dickiest athletes? Is it is it golfers or is it baseball players? Baseball players can be dick faces. Yeah, I, I don't know. I know every sport's got them, but on a whole, who's the dickier it sport? It might be soccer. Soccer's so- got some dick faces, too. Is that, the more I watch about that sport and kind of see, you know... We were talking today about the Super Bowl. Wanted to get like 125, 135 million, something like that. It was, the numbers are off the chart on how many watched it. But then people are like going, "Dude, over a billion people watched the World Cup," and they are. It's 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 nuts. You know, we we talk about uh, Patrick Mahomes, the MVP, and maybe the biggest name. He probably could still walk down the street. I remember my daughter telling me when she was uh, working over in Europe this year, there was a guy. His name's Holland. He's he was right up there. It was between him and Lionel Messi. So I think if you know soccer, you know who this guy is, Holland. It's H-A-A-L-A-N-D. And she said he got off a yacht, and people came running out of the restaurant trying to get to him. He had to dive into the back of a convertible that took off. She's like, she didn't know what the hell was going on. She's like, I was so confused. And she was like, it's just, and people were going nuts. He was on this yacht, and there were thousands of people standing on the docks trying to watch him. Patrick Mahomes could be in Miami or Palm Beach and be on a boat, and there wouldn't be hundreds of people even trying to watch to get a glimpse of him. So, and and they are that big that from what I've seen, I think there are a lot of dick faces in soccer. Anybody who knows this sport might be able to say, but yeah, I, I think there are. <laughs> Are because I, I think they're much bigger stars than any sport that we have in America, and the bigger star you are, the bigger dick face you're likely going to be. That's, that's, that's the age it's old, a ratio. It's the age old tale. Atoll Vodka is delicious. It's basically the only vodka I've ever had that you can have it on the rocks and just sip it and not make a face. That's the great thing about Atoll Vodka. It's a crisp citrus finish on a delicious vodka. Grab some for yourself today. Atoll Vodka. I got it at Star Liquors right there on Indian Town Road in the public shopping center all the way east. But you can also go online at mashandgrape.com. Gosh, I was really surprised yesterday. We were talking about I, I don't I don't get this whole football being scripted, but the reason why is because football is so coordinated. People were talking about there was one pivotal play in the Super Bowl. The 49ers seemed like they had it all down. It was all good. There was a punt that came down and it hit one of the 49ers players, and they wound up losing the ball. The Chiefs scored, and that really turned the tide. And that was you take away that play, 49ers wind up winning the game, likely. And Rhonda said, the NFL script thing, I never believed until this year. And then somebody I know well is very close with a prominent former football player and was told that the NFL is somewhat scripted. 
For me, if you follow football and you watch how lame the Baltimore Ravens played against the Chiefs, after several games where they were unstoppable, if you watch Lamar Jackson in that game, there were instances where he could have run for the first down, which he did throughout the entire season, and instead he runs right into defenders, inexplicably. The Ravens players, they seem mad the entire game, like they had to go through this. Having KC play in the Super Bowl was going to be way more fun and entertaining and better for the NFL and bring in more viewers. Look, it set ratings records. Everything worked out, as always, perfectly for the NFL. I don't know. I'm okay with being wrong and actually hope I am. It's just starting to get slightly suspicious being a fan of the NFL for over 30 years and watching so many games. Things just feel different lately. And I've never heard this until like the last couple of years. I still don't buy it, but I couldn't believe that yesterday, what was it over 40% of people legitimately think that the NFL is scripted? But are they, is it, is it scripted or is it just not going their way? You know, sometimes people can say things are scripted if it's not going their way. I haven't seen so much that it was crybaby fans that it was their team that lost. It was people just saying, oh, really? Okay, of course this happens, and of course that works out that way. If you had to say, let me script this out. Here's Taylor Swift coming in. Travis Kelsey played like shit for a good part of the time. All of a sudden, the playoffs going. Now he's a superstar. He's doing great again. Things just happen to work out. They're the underdogs. It doesn't look like they're going to do well. You know, they were on the road for every game in the playoffs, and somehow they're just – all these teams are playing the best offenses, and all of a sudden the best offenses now can't score against the Chiefs. There's just – these are all the things people are explaining to me why they think it's rigged. I still don't. I disagree with all of them. I mean, anything can be somewhat – like, I, I have – Okay, if you I, fake – if you, how does somebody kick a fucking football – 50 yards and have it hit someone's leg intentionally. Like, that's scripted. What is there? Is it a mechanical ball that has a drone in it and they're guiding it down to hit the guy's leg? What? All of that There's I, no way. All I don't buy I can any of think that. of is that you could have referees and people on the take and this and that, too. Yeah, Somewhat no, that, manipulate that might, yeah. the game. Right. That, you I, may that, be could, like, okay. that could work. But, you get some home cooking. But, well, yeah, but, I mean, it's impossible to say. Unless everybody's Somebody in cited it. that that uh, that kick where it hit the guy's leg. is like, see? I'm like, how are you kidding? No. No. Nuh-uh. I'm not buying that. They cited that play. I'm like, you're you're out of your mind. If all that became if true, you thought though, that they scripted that. They knew ahead of time. I'm going to kick the ball and it's going to hit this 49er player's leg and they're going to lose the ball. What? Come on. If if that's if that was to be true and people knew, I don't know. I just I think once you start showing that you're lying to people, it's hard to. I, I tell you, going into but, next year, if it does continue to be this, oh my gosh, it just always works out with the perfect case scenario for the NFL every well, time, then yeah, people be like, wait, what? I don't it's this why is, some, this is just Why does this always work out so well? It's why some people have a tough time believing the government sometimes. Yeah, there's because, so many crazy conspiracy theories. Nobody believes anything anymore. Yeah, it, Anything of authority, nobody believes any of it. Yeah. They believe everything is rigged. In fact, I saw somebody's tweet. It was like, this is rigged, that's rigged. It was politics, the NFL. It was just everything is rigged. Medicine, vaccination, everything is rigged. That was just it. It's, it's crazy. And, and honestly, I think these conspiracy theories about the NFL increase when, when social media is caught on. You go back oh. to an era before social media, I don't think anybody was really ever talking about the NFL being scripted. But here we are, 40% of people now in our audience believe it. Uh, other things we have, we were talking about uh, terrible proposals. There'll probably be a few of these happening tomorrow for 
Valentine's Day. Kimberly said, yeah, for my proposal, we were going out to dinner so I could meet his best friend and her family. And while we were getting ready, me being three months pregnant, he throws a ring box on the bed and said, yeah, you might want to wear this to dinner. Not Valentine's Day or anything. It was just a shitty proposal. (laughs) (laughs) You might want to wear this to dinner. All right, honey. So romantic. (laughs) I feel like these days, if you're with somebody for a while, don't most people kind of know if they're going to get proposed to or not? Or is it really old-timey where you're so caught off guard? I didn't think this was going to happen. I feel like if you're in a relationship long enough, don't don't, don't you kind of almost talk about it a little bit? Or yeah, is absolutely. That, absolutely. I mean, I think just going on the, the whim and just trusting your gut and not really I, knowing. I couldn't imagine. That in, unless it was pretty much a slam. Because, yeah, I would want to. I want to have those conversations to be... Like, okay, what are we doing as far as kids? How do you feel about that? What are these kind of things that are going on? You're, you're going to have all that stuff sorted out before I'm going to propose. I wouldn't propose to somebody that I didn't feel. I mean, look at Sofia Vergara and Joe Manganiello, whatever the hell his name is, just finalized their divorce this week because they get to it six, seven years after their marriage. He wants kids with her, and she's like, no, I'm done. Like, okay, maybe somebody in that relationship changed their mind. But I'm having those kind of conversations very specifically, and I'm going to be very confident going into marriage that, no, we're on the same page with this, yeah. and you understand we're not changing. I mean, if I was to ever get married, I feel like I would, me and the person, me and, me and the woman would, would know each other's, the way we're kind of going to be going into the world together. Yeah. And what's scary is when one does completely change mm-hmm. the other way, which... Which can happen. But I, yeah. typically, though, I, I really do find people like a Jen and a Denny's who really are very similar. Those mm-hmm. couples, they tend to last. The ones that yeah. really, truly have a lot in common, they see, they seem to, and, and they were with each other for a long time yep. before, so it wasn't really a surprise when they got married. It's not a surprise that they're, they're doing well now. Yeah. Couples to me, like you talk about them, people that they they would be hanging out all the time. They'd be best friends. They just can't imagine. They wouldn't want to go through anything awesome in their life without the other person because they love sharing those moments. If you are that way and you just feel like you're with somebody that you're inseparable with, I feel that way about my wife where I want to share everything with her, everything good that I do. I want her around me. Then that's when I knew. I'm like, I just want to share everything in life with you. And I think if you're that way, then that's good. If you think, oh, no, man, we're getting married because she's so freaking hot, man. No. And I was, that's, that's, don't marry that person if you're marrying them because they're so freaking hot and you're worried that they might leave you. I also think loneliness can play a trick on a heart and on, on the mind. Sometimes people think because yeah, they're lonely valid, and they're looking yeah. for somebody, mm-hmm. the first one that comes along or the one that says yes or vice versa. Yeah. Fills a void, mm-hmm. but deep down, because they're not you, alone. But you're not, yeah. The worst thing that is the worst feeling is to be in a room with a bunch of people and to feel alone. That's 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 a terrible feeling, mm-hmm. and you're right. to not know that's the right one because yeah. you're falling into a loneliness trap. I've just seen that happen to people where they're lonely and they want to get married. They 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 need to fill that, and they're just. It's not about being with a body, a physical body. It's about being with a body you have 
a spiritual connection with. Yeah, and I feel like people think they're going to run out of time if they don't. They, 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 got, they, yeah. got, they got to say yes to the person, even if it's deep down they know it might not even be right for them. I think for a marriage, it's got to be a, a, a weird thing to the point where you're like, going, I, I just can't even believe that, I'm, that, that this person exists. It just seems too odd to be true. I think there should be a, a phenomenon, an extraordinary... It's not you get married to get married or to avoid loneliness. <laughs> it's got to be like, I can't believe this person exists. I got to be with him. I just remember I played baseball with a guy and he, he married somebody after only knowing her for three months mm-hmm. and he, he did not know her yeah. and they absolutely yeah. got divorced right. very quickly. Yeah. And you almost wanted to tackle him and go, no, don't do it. Yeah. Everyone in the world can see this is a bad move. Right, yeah. What are you doing? Yeah, my wife and I were together a long time before we finally did it, because, and, and I finally said, well, there's nothing else I can find out about you. How long were you guys together? Oh, it was uh, almost like two years, I think. I mean, that's, that's a long time to know somebody. Yeah, and it just got to the point where I'm like, there were just really no more surprises, and that was it for me. I just wanted to say, okay, I've seen everything about you. I know the good and the bad, and I, I know that, you know, there's not much you're going to do to trick me. Hey, she still did, though. But It's Valentine's, uh, Valentine's Day Eve. Love is in the air. For some. <laughs> not for, for some. our chat room. Man, did our chat room really hate love. Yeah. <laughs> I think it should be, I think it's a rare thing. I really do. I think true connection is a rare thing. So it, I get it. I can see why. So many people are going off on it because it is a rarity. Well, I think if it's a true connection, I think yeah. people who really do have a true connection with somebody, they're, they're, it's easier to compromise with them. It's easier for you to let go of stuff. Absolutely. It's yeah. someone you're always you having want to, tension yeah. with. You're like, no, man, I'm going to fucking, yeah. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it this way. And if it's someone that you really, really care about, I think you want to compromise. Yeah, there are times where I'm like, okay, yeah, I want to see them happy, so I'll yes. give on this one. And there are times where my wife can see with me be like he needs this and i'll be like i need this yeah. give me this win i know I, you don't want to but give me this dub i think you got to give people wins sometimes yeah, absolutely even do. though they you have may. to know when to concede you have to know on this be like i don't love it but all right i'll do it let's do it uh veronica said my now husband proposed to me while we were having sex he got down on one knee while still having the condom dingling off of his dick and i said yes i told him it was horrible though timing I'm like, you couldn't wait it any longer? So now we lie to everybody and tell them the proposal happened another way since we can't tell the truth. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Mark, well, you can't really tell that at Thanksgiving. <laughs> hey, mother Dude, you couldn't, I mean, come on, how long would it take for you to just to make yourself a little bit more appropriate? Did, I, it's going to be a vulgar question, but yeah. I wonder if he had finished yet before or not. I'm sure, yeah, and he got caught up in the emotion. Yeah. Like, oh, ha. <laughs> Will you marry me? I thought he'd have like, maybe uh, post nut clarity and maybe clean it up a little bit. Yeah, no, no, he did. He just had to happen right now. That's just terrible. She's got that visual now. It's That's just pretty burned gross, in her brain. Actually, the condoms dangling. It's a it's terrible a, proposal. It's a horrible proposal. That's the shittiest one we heard it's today. It's terrible. Just dangling. Will you marry me? That's what I think. <laughs> it's, that's the one of the few times I think it's right to lie. <laughs> yeah, you would have to. You would have to. Uh, we also were doing the best fictional couple. Who do you love? One that we didn't add onto the poll. Maybe Dennis can add late. A Princess Bride. Uh, it was uh, Buttercup and uh, 
Dread Pirate Roberts. I don't really Wesley. I say I don't really know that movie. I think I saw parts of you it. You know, but, it's considered a classic, and everyone yeah. always brings it up. And what my favorite, and I know that yeah. is sacrilegious. I was kind of the same way. The parts I saw, I was like, eh. There's certain movies know. that were, for example, everyone I knew loved Beetlejuice. On paper, yeah, right. I should have loved Beetlejuice. Not my favorite movie for some reason. Can't explain why. It's got ghosts, and you know he's a monster. All the things I love. I love right. Michael Keaton. Yeah, I don't love that movie. I didn't either. I, I thought he was more rude than funny. I didn't find it that amusing, and I didn't love it either. I think I've only seen that movie once. Like, eh, eh I'm good. I uh, do want to restate, because I, I, I got several emails and uh, must not have been communicated clearly. We were talking about uh, lawsuits yesterday on the show, and I was just talking about ones that I think have shaped to where we are now. Some of them were frivolous. I got to tell you, I, and I think I did say that when it first happened, I thought it might have been more frivolous. But the more I learned about the McDonald's hot coffee lawsuit, I was like, yeah, no, I think it, I think it was legit. And we got several emails on that. So if I didn't speak clearly on my thoughts on that, I have evolved over time with that one. It happened back in the 90s. Woman was scalded with hot coffee. And at the time, I, I was thinking, I'm like, well, doofus, don't pour hot coffee in your crotch. But I could see how it could spill and how they serve coffee that was way too hot. And uh, Kita said, yeah, the coffee tort wasn't about the money even. It's not like she was looking for a cash grab. It was about the warning and procedure. She was also severely burned. And, yeah, it, it really was bad. So, you know, there was some stuff going on there. Yeah, and there was an article about it. Uh, the woman offered to settle the case for $20,000 to cover her medical expenses and lost income, but McDonald's never offered more than $800. So it went to trial, and they lost their ass on it. So. And a couple of McNuggets. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no doubt. She was 79 at the time, had to get skin grafts, all kinds of stuff. That happened happened to my niece, man. She was working at a restaurant, and some drunk dude uh, spilled some hot— someone was bringing out a dish, and this this drunk, obnoxious dude backed into a hot, sizzling plate, and it it all got on her stomach, and we thought she was going to have permanent scars on her stomach, but luckily, they did heal after a couple years, Mm -hmm. but— yeah, yeah, man, you got to be careful with that shit. I can see an, an older, elderly person and then somebody fucking it up and spilling it or yeah. doing it the wrong yeah, way. Yeah, look, I, I do believe in, in lawsuits for that reason of establishing safety guidelines and paying people for medical bills and, and you know, definitely to some pain and suffering. Now, were those lawyers that emailed you? Because if they were, they might be charging you. They charge by the email. Oh Trust gosh. me. Yeah, oh, good Lord. <laughs> just, I hope not. They, just, just they didn't put that in writing, so. $3,000 for the emails. I think that need to be in writing if you're going to charge me on that. Uh, you're talking about uh, picking up your dad, how difficult it is from the airport. Dan, our buddy Dan Dosky had said, yeah, they do have a cell phone lot at PBI, too. Like I thought, I knew they did at one point, but it's been a while since I've used it. He said it's right behind the Duncan slash 7-Eleven at PBI. I know exactly where that is. It's just right by where the drive shack is. It feeds right onto Terminal Road. It's one minute max, the terminal from there. Yeah, we're lucky with uh, Palm Beach International. It is so much easier than Fort Lauderdale and Miami International. Thankfully, I don't know that I've – I think I have picked up from Fort Lauderdale, but it was more of, hey, you're going to chill for a little bit because it's not that easy. You can't just swoop right in there. You take that long-ass road to go into Fort Lauderdale, and I don't know if they have – they may have a lot, but I don't know I, if they do. I think there's been a, a change of plans. I think uh, they're picking me up. I think my sister's grabbing them, and we're going to go to the Olive Garden. <laughs> Oh, no doubt. <laughs> Talk about how shitty of Italians we are. 
funny. Y'all love that place. Huh? I like Olive Garden. Yeah. I get it. I'm not going to go into it. I know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know you're a big fan. I don't get paid by them. Uh, we also had uh, Beck and Boynton talking about the most expensive Uber ride. She was uh, going to East Carolina University for a career fair, and she had to fly to Greendale, North Carolina. And when I got to the airport, I realized I booked my flight to Greendale, South Carolina. I guess when booking my trip, I was doing too many things at once. So, yeah, they this put me just an hour south of Charlotte. Needless to say, 150 bucks to get to Charlotte, then 150 bucks for a flight to the proper Greendale Airport. That was the most expensive Uber ever. Oh, if you really go all in on a direction the wrong way, it fucks everything. And that, that has happened to me mm-hmm. with a buddy on a road trip before. We were thinking we were, I don't know, we don't know what happened. It was at nighttime. We thought we were going east. Yeah. It was going west. And we kept going like, well, maybe. No, we're going the right way. We're going the right way. And it was not the right way. And it ruins the whole thing. Yeah, it, it does. And I've noticed, too, the Carolinas are tricky. Not only are they separated by north and south, but there's a lot of greens and bergs and vills. Greenville, Greenburg, Spartanburg, all these kind of things get really confusing. So you could easily go to the wrong town if you're in the Carolinas. I think they're talking about that on Curb Your Enthusiasm. They just make it one Carolina instead of the two Carolinas. And do <laughs> the same should. thing with the Dakotas. They should. By the way, I don't know how this story slipped by me. Mm-hmm. Did you see? I think it's about two weeks old. Did you see what Larry David did with Elmo? I did, yeah. I almost, I, uh, Virginia's doing the dirt that day. I had the story on there. Um, and yeah, she, she didn't do the story. Well, um, <laughs> Elmo it, it, was it, on, yeah. he, I think he was on one of those morning shows. Elmo had done Good the morning thing America or something. Elmo had sent out a tweet about how's everybody doing? Everybody started jumping on. People were laughing at a lot of big names jumped onto the thread about how they were doing some good, some bad. And so he was on there and then Larry David, they went with the joke. I'm sure they set it up ahead of time, but he came up and grabbed Elmo by the face and like, oh no. And then he apologized. I don't know end. if it was. I think, I think, well, Elmo, he, I think he might have been doing a gag and then maybe at the end they're well, like, Well, he's yeah. definitely doing a gag. Yeah. But the question was, did he go too far? Elmo's in the middle of like talking about mental health. Right, yeah. And it was. he gets up and he. I thought it was funny. I like. Of course, it. because it's a, a fucking good story. puppet and a muppet. But people were living. Yeah, I know. Yeah. So what if my kid was right. watching that? Yeah. And I was thinking about that as a little kid. If I'm watching my favorite character, yeah, you'd get, probably be scared and sad. Well, I don't know if I would have been because you don't think you would have. Uh, you would have gotten the gag. Oh, I think my what parents. This guy's act is. I think my parents would have explained it to me uh-huh. and said, "Don't be upset, Jaybird, because this guy is a comedian." He's known to do over-the-top things. He's trying to make people laugh by smacking mm. Elmo, and, and it's not real. That's how I look at it. I think at, that's a tough concept for kids to get. I, and I think I, a lot of kids would have seen it without parents even realizing what was going on. Because that's the one thing that's really tough being a parent. You now look through adult eyes. Kids, they see things different. Like I said, I remember the one time the Copacabana by Barry Manilow talked about who shot who. And I thought there was a guy with a gun out front of my window for weeks. You just never know. But I something mean, that innocuous. When you say eventually, that's going to have to happen to a kid. You're going to have to be scared. No one goes through this Things world will happen. without getting scared. And I know there's a way Things to do happen. that. And I, I think it's I think it's crazy to be that upset. But I could see why some parents are like, that's a concept. My kid's not going to grasp that. And I, I think you could argue that a lot of kids may not get. Larry David's act and the satire of why you would grab someone's face and do that and how that's because that's adult humor. That's an elevated sense of understanding comedy that I don't know that a lot of 
three-year-olds, five-year-olds get. Adults will find it hysterical. I thought it was awesome. I, I thought it was that awesome, was too. But I, I don't have kids but either. I get, but I, I was trying to just picture. I don't know why a kid would want to. I guess if the kids saw Elmo, maybe they want to see the show. But oh, whatever. Well, you're inviting Larry David on with Elmo. Yeah. Now, people right. are saying right now in the chat room, it was definitely scripted, and maybe it was. Of course, the media is acting like it was, and that all of the, the comments were, I cannot believe he did that. Mm-hmm. You can't smack Elmo when kids could be watching. Right. There were a lot of people pissed yeah, off. I, I, look, I, I get it. I understand where you can say it's a bit out of bounds for that kind of stuff, but it's not a primarily kids show. You had an adult show that had a kid's character on there for a minute. and so You had an adult show with a kid's character on there, and don't mm-hmm. be surprised when an out-of-line comedian does some out-of-line shit. Yeah. <laughs> right. If it's scripted, I, mm-hmm. if everybody knew what was going on, that's one thing. But I don't. I don't know think if, your kids gonna need therapy. I don't think your kids wrecked no, for life. Uh, that was well. That was the. That's yeah. what the whole thing was. Are your kids gonna need therapy after no, seeing some shit not, like that? Not to that level. Well, then talk to your kids about it being fake. They may, may have been a little bit upset or distressed, but it's not even close to that level. Well, that's how my dad made me feel better about scary movies and shit. He goes, "Look." Mm-hmm. There's cameras behind that werewolf right there, and there's a there's a bunch of dudes and women eating behind there. there there's a whole team. There's it's not yeah. real, right? And that that helped. Mm-hmm. It ah. does. Angie had said, uh, "Okay, so if it was an adult show, there's no issue. Kids shouldn't be watching." It was like a Good Morning America Today show, something like that. So, you know, not an adult show, but it's they're not targeting children. Well, look, it's and, Good and Morning look, America. They're going to be talking right. about Harvey Weinstein type of shit. Yeah, you could, have, that kind you of could have what's going on in Gaza on there, and there may be some images. So that would be something if that's on the TV and I notice my kid's locked in. I'll probably want to see what they're watching. Well, even if it was scripted, people were pissed off thinking it was just a bad bit. It was terrible. Yeah. It's good. It got people talking, though, because of it. Because it was over the top. It seemed that. like a real episode of Curve Your Enthusiasm. Yeah. Yeah, I thought that was, that was well played. I loved it. Uh, Carlos, he said, do you guys or any of the listeners know why they closed the on-ramps to I-95 northbound uh, yesterday? I got off I-95 on Southern going west, and the traffic was backed up past the airport. Just wondering. Yeah, I hadn't heard. I did hear yesterday. Suits was telling me that they had closed down those on-ramps, off-ramps. I don't know why. I didn't hear anything about any president going on. The only thing that I'd heard was I know Trump was in Fort Pierce yesterday for one of his 18,000 court cases that he's having to go through. And so that was the only thing that I could think of. But I don't think with him now they closed down off-ramps, do they? It was kind of annoying because I could not get an answer. Nobody was reporting it. And then it did turn out to be Trump. It was the rolling roadblocks as he was going up to Fort Pierce. So oh, they, they would still drive. do that, huh? They did. I didn't even realize that was happening. There were no Damn. reports. I just had people texting me that. And I'm looking at the map and I'm like, the highway looks closed, but there's nothing on here reporting it. So I was kind of going nuts back there. It was Trump, though, going north on 95 to Fort Pierce. Now, is that because he's a, I don't know if you know this answer, maybe and somebody does. Is it because he's still a presidential candidate? And a viable person that could be our next president? Because I don't think they do, like, if you had Obama or Clinton, I don't think they're closing down off ramps or doing rolling it's, shutdowns, are they? It's kind of weird. I think it is because he's a candidate again, because there was just a stream I saw a few months ago when he was making some appearance in a different state, and he was on the highway with traffic before he really, the primaries kicked up. So I'm wondering if it's because he's a candidate again and he's kind of the leading Republican nominee that okay. that's why they may be doing it. All right. 
Um, Allison said they also had the funeral going on for the Florida Highway Yeah, that Patrol was in Fort Pierce, yeah. though, so that wasn't down here. I think here. that was in uh, – was that in Port St. Lucie? I think they did it at Christ Fellowship. It, I and, just know it was on the Treasure Coast. Okay. Yeah, for uh, Patrolman Fink. It's all Port St. Lucie after Indian Town Road to us, Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay. All right. So there we go. Uh, possible answer there for you. Uh, we were talking about the metal detectors going to be in all the Palm Beach County high schools by the end of the year. My son's school is uh, getting them tested this week, and then they go effective on Tuesday. And uh, one tech said, yeah, my team goes to Park Vista and Boynton slash Lake Worth. They've got a front entrance and a back entrance, which I assume is to help with the traffic flow this year. They closed the back entrance. So now even if we left early, the traffic was so backed up, the kids were tardy last week. They, that they installed the metal detectors and they opened up the back entrance again, along with scanning IDs. They sent out an email to the parents explaining everything and tips for being helpful and asking further patience. Kids have to take out their Chromebook and any metal binders before going through and lots of staff are helping shove the items along. When I commented to my son about it, well, at least uh, they're trying to help. He said even... One of his teachers last year said that's not going to stop anybody if they really want to do something. And that's what the kids think. It's more of a hassle than it is a real deterrent. I'm okay with the effort, at least. They're trying. And you hope you may help stop one. But just like all bad guys, if there's a will, there's a way. And that's what I was asking. How at peace of mind do the metal detectors put you at ease? Is it a giant step towards alleviating the problem? Or but- is it just a token not much. We did have one caller earlier, and and I do think everyone's kind of shell shocked with just everything. I mean, it, yeah, just with you know with the media, everyone's scared about stuff. You know, you've got mm. I mean, there's real things going on, and then yeah. on top of that, you've got the media making it even worse sometimes in sure. yeah. certain things. So, mm. and I know it sounds weird because we're in the media. I'm saying more of a collective, social media and media, just media in general. Yeah, it makes people. Constantly worried. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no doubt. It's always in your face. It's always in your face. That is the uh, one thing. And uh, yeah, again, uh, for us, I always like to do make uh, mention uh, tomorrow, the six-year anniversary, six years now since the uh, shooting at Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School in Parkland. So we'll have that uh, anniversary tomorrow. So it's still definitely a top-of-mind type of thing. So, boy, always a uh, busy day tomorrow. Virginia is going to be driving back from New Orleans tomorrow, and then she'll be back in studio with us on Thursday. Do you want to try to get her on the computer one more time tomorrow? <laughs> <laughs> we may take one more step out. Why not? Let's, Why not? Let's play a game. Does it work or not? What the heck, man? All right. Do you got anything else you ever want to add in? Just send us an email. Mail at kbjshow.com. M-A-I-L at kbjshow.com. We'll talk to you back here tomorrow. Goodbye.